Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Luna Love of the Podcast acknowledges the traditional owners of the land on which this podcast is recorded, the Araqual people of the Bundjalung Nation, and pays respects to elders past, present, and emerging. Welcome to Lunar Lover, the podcast. I'm your host, Jordana Levine, and today we're exploring the Gemini New Moon. The Gemini New Moon takes place on Sunday, June 18, at 2.37pm in Sydney, 5.37am in London, and 12.37am in New York. Okay, so there's a little bit happening around this new moon. Pluto has just gone into retrograde and shifted back into Capricorn. On the day of the new moon, Saturn stations retrograde in Pisces and Neptune makes an exact square to this Gemini new moon. If you want to know more about those retrogrades taking place, you might like to consider becoming a Lunar Lover subscriber. I go in depth every Monday into the weekly astrology that goes, you know, well beyond what the moon is doing. So if you're interested in that and you want to subscribe, I've spoken about Pluto going into retrograde in this week's bonus episode. Next week, we explore Saturn going into retrograde. You can subscribe by clicking the link in the show notes of this episode for as little as $8 a month. Uh, you can become a moon subscriber and for $20 a month, you become an ascendant subscriber and you get access to the audio circles, which help you make the most of the new moon and the full moon. If you've been working with me and the lunar cycle for some time, you've probably noticed that in the lead up to a new moon, there's like excitement in the air. It's the chance for new beginnings, getting really clear on your intentions, and there's this kind of forward momentum buzz that starts taking place. You might not get that same feeling with this Gemini new moon. Not because it's not emanating all of the new moon qualities, but because Neptune, the planet of dreams and illusions, is forming a square to it. In astrology, a square is one of many aspects that planets can make with each other. We've also got, you know, oppositions, conjunctions, sextiles, trines, there's heaps of them. Squares, however, present a challenge, a kind of conflict, if you will, rather than, say, a harmonious aspect like a trine or a sextile. Does that mean that this moon is challenging? Not necessarily. It just means that some of the more challenging qualities of Neptune are likely to influence this Gemini new moon. One of those challenging qualities is confusion or 
illusion is probably a better way to put it. There can be a dreamlike quality cast over everything. And while there's kind of something romantic about, you know, like a watercolor filter, it's not reality. It's basically putting a veil over what's truly there. The result of this, though, is actually incredibly advantageous if we look at it the right way. Neptune is creating this illusion so that you have no choice but to trust the one guaranteed surveyor of what's true for you. Your own intuition, your spiritual connection, your own internal navigation. If you feel lost, if you feel confused, if you feel like you're not seeing things how they truly are, come back to self. Reconnect with yourself. Practice self-love and return to what you know to be true deep inside of you. At the time that the moon is new, Saturn is going to slip into retrograde in Pisces, the sign ruled by Neptune. So there is a link here too. Saturn is classically considered the disciplinarian and the lord of karma. So as it begins its retrograde, it's going to be bringing up karmic lessons that we need to revise or look over since March 2023 when Saturn shifted into Pisces. So whatever you were dealing with back then is likely to come back into the picture to say, hey, here's your reward for learning that lesson. Or, hey, I thought we talked about this lesson. Have you not learned it yet? (laughs) Here's another go at it, right? Saturn doesn't do things kindly. Uh, I think I've described it like this before. It can feel like a bit of a cold, wet fish slap in the face, right? So this could be happening. Nothing to be scared of. It's all good. No one's going to be punished. But if there's stuff that you still haven't dealt with, lessons you still haven't learned from that March period, they're likely to come back now. You may remember from the Gemini season episode, I explained that the twins, the symbol for Gemini, are in fact not two sides of the personality, not a good twin and an evil twin, but rather a reflection of the human self and the spiritual self. And this moon is definitely going to highlight the contrast between those two things with its square to Neptune. It's a really good time to revisit, reconnect, reestablish your connection with your spiritual self. Or perhaps you've never established a connection with your spiritual self. There's no re about it. It's time to begin. In next week's subscriber episode, I walk you through my own spiritual practice and how it's shifted over the years, you might find this really helpful when reconnecting with yours. Again, if you want to subscribe, there's a link in the show notes of this episode. You may also recall I said that Geminis were born perceptive AF, yeah? So the fogginess or confusion caused by this square with Neptune is likely to feel a little frustrating for the moon as well as all my Geminis out there, your ability to perceive is going to be clouded. That's not going to feel great, right? But it will pass. Let it pass. 
you're adaptable. We're all adaptable, but especially my Geminis. Just allow yourself to not have all the answers for once in your goddamn life. (laughs) Speaking to myself through my own podcast. This new moon is not great for setting intentions. I know that's a bit annoying, isn't it? I mean, totally set them if you want. I'm not saying that it's a bad thing to set them. I just don't know if they're going to get much traction or much juice if you do. Instead, I'd set aside some time on Sunday to do some visualization, a little bit of daydreaming. If you're creative, perhaps painting or drawing or sculpting your intentions. Gemini is all about our words. So an extra little piece of advice under this new moon with Neptune in play is to be mindful of what people say to you and what you say to other people. Mercury is also in Gemini at the moment, and the day before the new moon, it's going to be sextiling Venus. So there might be some romantic conversing happening around you. I'm by no means saying doubt that or question it. Just, you know, check in with yourself. Take off your rose-tinted glasses and, I don't know, allow yourself to intuit whether this is an illusion or something that feels true to you. All right, let's talk about some of the ways that we can work with the Gemini new moon. Socialize or don't socialize. (laughs) Well, that's not a definitive thing to say, Jord. You're going to have to judge this one for yourself. Classically under a Gemini new moon, I would say get out there, get amongst it. Socialize if it feels good to you and you can deal with a little miscommunication and the foggy feels. If you're super sensitive and you can't, maybe don't socialize. I'm, I'm personally going to be on a long-haul flight on the day of this new moon, so I'm just going to put my headphones on and be in a daydream and not really talk to anyone. I think that's my plan of attack. Unless there's a hot guy sitting next to me on the plane, and then, I mean, it would kind of be rude not to, right? Um, fantasize. Speaking of hot guys sitting on the plane next to you, fantasize. Go hell for leather. But just for you, yeah? No fantasizing about others. I mean, you can, but like not in the real world, just in your head. Just have your little daydreams, do some visualizations. You know, it's kind of funny. This new moon feels like a Pisces new moon. There's really not that much about it that feels Gemini. And that is because of this Neptune square and Saturn also retrograding through Pisces. So just keep that in mind. And I mean, if we're going to be Piscean, let's be real Piscean about it. Get creative. I kind of spoke about this already in the episode, but paint, draw, cook, garden, write poetry. Get creative. Maybe don't socialize. Maybe just... Find a really nice space at home or in the garden and do some drawing. Yeah, Really tap into that Neptunian part of you. All right, my loves, I am headed to Europe on Sunday, but episodes will continue to drop in my absence. I'm going to be a little bit quiet on social media. You'll still get your new moon and your full moon posts, your cancer season post, all of that, but uh, I won't be as interactive. We have a cancer season episode dropping next week. If you're an avid listener, you'll know that I usually do new moon and seasons in the one episode, but they happen to be far enough apart. 
this season, which is kind of cool because it means I can spread the episodes out a bit. Um, And then after the Cancer season episode, I've got a Capricorn Moon episode dropping, then an episode busting a bunch of astrology myths. I did a poll on Instagram. It was pretty even between people wanting me to bunch some astrology myths and people wanting a relationship astrology episode. Um, I've done one. I, I went back and listened to it and it actually covered everything. So I don't even know what I would have said if I'd done another one. So what I'm going to do is link to that episode in the show notes of this episode. So if you want to listen to some stuff about relationship astrology, I dropped it on Valentine's Day, um, but maybe you missed it. It's got everything you need to know in there. And you can follow that in the link that's in the show notes of this episode. Remember, if you're interested in the astrology of the week and extra astrology info, make sure you subscribe to the podcast. It also really helps me keep this podcast afloat. I do two episodes a week now and for as little as $8 a month, which is not much money at all, um, you can help me make the most of putting episodes out for you every week. Ascendant members also get access to the Gemini New Moon Circle where we're going to play around with visualization and then the Capricorn Full Moon Circle where we'll do a good clean out of everything that's not serving us. Natal chart readings are open for August. Uh, You can also have transits and progressions done. A bunch of you booked for the birthday treat option, which is so cool. And I'm so excited to do those for you. Um, There's lots of different options for readings that you can have with me. For more about that, you can click the link in the show notes of this episode or head to jordanalevine.com forward slash readings. All right, my loves, that is it for now. Have a beautiful Gemini new moon or aka Pisces new moon. And I will be back next week. Bye.